He's usually here by now if it's a day of week. But oh, hey everybody, welcome to the pre-show. Hey everybody. Uh, not much news to talk about. Um, DC got a new kind of comic. We're gonna look at the Beast World shit and Ultimate X Men, and then Loki. That's it. Food news. I still have then... not watched an episode of Loki yet. And it's good, dude. You should check. Even the first season, you didn't watch the first season either? No, I watched the first season. I'm watching the second okay. season. Okay. If you like the first season, I think you'll enjoy this season as well. Oh, me me and the wife loved the first season. The first season was really yeah, it was really great. So Yeah. This season kind of, well, I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything. But again, we are going to talk about it. So it's going to get spoiled for you <laughs> anyway. But there's only one episode left. Oh, oh, go ahead. Spoil away because, I mean... Yeah. Uh, the last movie I watched was completely 100% spoiled, and I just went like, I'm gonna watch it anyways, and I still found it very enjoyable. Which movie? So, I think the last movie I watched that was completely spoiled was was actually the the Babadook. It's a oh, horror yeah, movie. I ain't seen that. That's one of them horror movies that I just I'm not a fan <laughs> of horror movies. I mean, I yeah. am, but not anymore, man. My lady been watching horror movies since September. You know, I, I've started watching Christmas movies. Already this year, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm now, that, now I'm that it's kind of time for your Thanksgiving. And there ain't then, no Thanksgiving movies. Yeah, there is, there's, there's Thanksgiving movies if you what's, pay what's attention. A Thanksgiving movie, man. Chat, uh, help out if you know of a Thanksgiving movie. Uh, look who's coming to dinner. I think that's a Thanksgiving movie. Okay, eh, I don't know about that. I mean, it's not like Thanksgiving though is like the overall tone. Yeah, you know, theme of that. But there's a movie called uh, Holiday Inn that is an all-holidays movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I adore that. It's kind of like a musical, though. Most people hate the shit out of that stuff, man. Oh, no, musicals are good. I don't care. I love no, musicals, man. Nobody. Don't crap on musicals, people. Musicals I are adore great. musicals, dude. I love it. Cool. Yeah, so it should be a good show, man. Still waiting on uh, Taylor to get here. I think he's going to. Oh, there he is. Speak of the devil. Yeah, he's a wizard. Yeah. So Taylor, are there any Thanksgiving movies? Um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, oh yeah, that's he right. He did it. He found it. He found the Thanksgiving. Right away. Even then, it's a bit of a stretch. It's not really it is. about Thanksgiving. It's just... Andy said... Uh, it gives an impetus for him to need to travel somewhere and, you know, hijinks ensue. Well, I mean, that is, like, one of the big things for Thanksgiving is to travel. Yeah. True, but, like, yeah. if, if the movie was about Christmas or, like, having to get to, like, someone's wedding, it wouldn't be appreciably different. Sure, sure. Well, yeah, if you just want to, like, have yeah. a travel movie that's about getting home for Christmas, basically it's I'll Be Home for Christmas with Jonathan Taylor okay, Thomas. But, like... Yeah, that's terrible. But That does Andy speak said, to just having, like, such a, like, a poverty of Thanksgiving movies because, like, yeah. I don't consider Die Hard a Christmas movie. I and did, that's more of wrong. a Christmas movie than playing trains and automobiles is a Thanksgiving, is a Thanksgiving movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I don't have anything else I can think of, so... Yeah. Uh, Andy said, look who's coming to dinner, maybe? And I don't remember that being around Thanksgiving. I know there was a dinner involved. I know there's a dinner involved. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Sean, for the light. That movie. Like. Let's do I actually bugged gotta... out for a second there. What were you saying? What, Andy? Or me? Uh, who? Let's you were saying video. like a nut. Oh. Go ahead. Continue. Sorry. Just go ahead. Go ahead. It wasn't important. <laughs> Off to our usual start. Mm-hmm.
yourself. Tell me, do you know what day it is? No, that was a that was a quality bowl. I mean, hey, hey. what other opportunity do you have to use that one? Hey, many for oh, the guy. Man. Terrible for comedy. Talk about that. Later. You know, it's kind of sad that I can think of a better like Fox movie than I can think of a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Greetings, geeks. Welcome back. Another episode of this Geek and Comics Outreach Geekery's Comic Book Shit Talk Show. Shit Talk Show. Boomer Taylor, Andy, kicking it. Uh, segment mm-hmm. one: What we do this week? I watched the Sly documentary on Netflix. It's solid. It's quite good, actually. Um, all about Sylvester Stallone. You know, a lot of people just see him as like this big action star, but I mean, he is the reason we have Rocky, you know? I mean, yeah, and it's easy yeah. to forget that Rocky was a Academy Award-winning movie. That, like, in yeah. the story behind Rocky is almost more interesting than the movie itself, you know? like Yeah. He, yeah. He really had to defy the odds to get that made, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, it, I'm so surprised that he's, like, when he first made that movie, he was, like, down on his luck actor. He basically had no nothing to his name besides his car, and he's sleeping in his car, and he wrote this script for Rocky, and then the rest of the is history. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite – one of my favorite scenes in Rocky is when they go ice skating, you know, and it's closed, and he, like, kind of bribes the guy to go in. You know, that was, like, a rewrite on set because they were supposed to get 300 extras, and the extras just didn't show up. Ooh. Yeah, so that was a rewrite, and it's so much better the way they they did it, you know. Yeah. But Rocky, if you think back, it's also like one of the first movies where if there's like a sports angle to it, and yeah. it's like you're rooting for this guy playing his or doing his sport. You I mean, know what it's I mean? legitimately one of the best sports movies ever made. Oh, it's my oh, favorite yeah. sports, definitely. Movie. And it's like yeah. one of the great underdog stories, and you know, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it probably. I think that we kind of take it for granted nowadays, but it's probably one of the first big movies where, like, he doesn't win. Yeah, you know, exactly. he makes it all the way to the end, and he, like, loses by split decision, you know? And I, I yeah. love that scene, too, because, like, yep. it's all underplayed. The announcer in the background, it's all underplayed. Yeah, and... You know, that he's not winning, but it's focused on the fact that, yes, he is a winner. He did win. He, you know, yeah, it's a love won. story at heart, you know, so... He, he won yeah, at yeah, life. I love that movie. He won at life. He didn't win the title, but he won at life. Yeah. So that, that's the point of the movie. And then yeah. they made like five others and he won the title like six times. So. But I yeah. mean, if you look at all those movies individually, like if if Rocky is about like the story of Sylvester Sloan, this underdog who ends up winning, Rocky 2 is kind of like he's both. He's Rocky and he's Apollo because Apollo's getting like hate mail and shit in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. then Rocky Three, he's just playing it like action figures. And he says this in there, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T and that he wanted it to be you know, over the top, like the way his, his life was. And then, I mean, Rocky Force, you know, that was the end of the Cold War. You know, he yeah. he, yep. he won the Cold War for America. In I know we probably mention this every time it comes up, but you remember yeah. that uh, they yes. did that, I think it was on Funny or Die, and they did like a fake like 30, 30 for 30, 30. segment oh, of I like if Rocky was real and this really was like how the Cold War ended. Yeah, it's that mm-hmm. is so good. But I mean, if you think about all the action stars, you know, that are action stars, I mean... It, Sure, Schwarzenegger is like the Terminator. That's the one he's known for. But Rocky's known for two, big two. You know, Rambo yep. is is yep. one of the best movies, um, like for veterans' rights and shit like that. You know, yeah, yeah, it's really poignant in its own way. 
Yeah, they do kind of have a parallel track there where they actually there's a lot more depth than most people give it credit for for the first uh, for first blood and for Rocky. Yeah. And then only after that that they just kind of become like dumb more action generic movies. action movies. Yeah. 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 So yeah, definitely check that out. It's really cool. He talks about, you know, his son passing away and and just his whole life in general. It's it's really good, dude. It's mm. it, I had a fun time watching it. It was fantastic. But what did you guys do? Anything fun this week worth worth mentioning? I'm kind of getting jazzed up to play Spider-Man 2, so I started playing Spider-Man 1 again. But oh, nice. um, when's that come out? Isn't that already out? It is already out, but I'm probably okay, going to wait until like I have like Christmas break so that I can mm. really like, you know, sink my teeth into it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, and I might be angling for my family to get it for me for Christmas. So. <laughs> nice. Good call. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm angling for stuff for me for Christmas. Like, I, I could use one of these, one of these. Yeah. Um, I down, finally downloaded uh, Hollow Knight. So I'm. Oh, my way you are that. in for a treat. That's, it's that's an oldie, the but a good Castlevania game. game to come out in like the last yeah. like 10 years. They call them Metroidvanias. Okay, sure, whatever. I know. I didn't. I didn't know that was a term either until. Well, I guess to be fair, Metroid is more apt than Castlevania because the first few Castlevania games, until you get to Symphony of the Night, weren't really Metroidvania. They were more just side scroller. Yeah, Yeah, this is definitely like up my alley. I like the Metroid exploring, and all of a sudden it's like there's like this guy who gives out maps, and it's like I'm enter an area where I don't know where I'm going. I'm like going around all of a sudden I hear him like come in. I'm like map guy, map guy, the exploration, the aesthetic and like all the lore is surprisingly deep. Like, Oh yeah. It kind of has that dark souls thing where like you want the story. You got to go fucking find it. Motherfucker. I haven't that far right now, but it's like some of the lores is like, wow. It's like, this happens like, okay, hold on a second. Time out. Like, yeah. The, the, uh, praying mantises are against the bugs and all this like other stuff's like this happened and this happened and it's like okay like hold on yeah, this- hold on taking notes i'm taking, yeah, notes. taking notes yeah rad cool well let's get into it not much news this week but some fun all right in an attempt not to i mean i don't know i guess they're trying to revolutionize comics i get it they're trying to make things you know better and more accessible um, but DC has announced these things called compact comics. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. You can see some here, some of the, you know, best stories ever, you know, Watchmen, Court of Owls, Superman, oh, All-Star Superman, Far Sector, Earth One, uh, Wonder Woman, American Vampire, Hush, um, the Bri- Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermejo's Joker, which is fucking brilliant. Uh, Harley Quinn and Gotham City Sirens and uh, Catwoman Trail of the Catwoman from Darwin Cook and Ed Brubaker. And that's really underrated. It's probably the least known of the list. I actually of, don't know uh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really good, dude. But it, what these are are smaller form. Right. Here we have a comparison of what Watchmen actually, you know, is supposed to look like a comic book sized trade. Right. So they're doing this compact one. It's five point five and a half inches by eight and a half inches. Um, is it still the full um, trim? Is it still the full story? Like all yeah. the all the yeah, panels and everything? Oh, okay. yeah, they're not cutting anything. A, out. I was worried just... when you said like condensed. That was the thing that yeah, but more like of... physically condensed, not like yes. condensed. Yes. Exactly. Like, don't, yeah. don't cut um, any of the meat off this. <laughs> yeah. Well, Watchmen. If you had to cut something, I don't think you should. But if you yeah. had to cut something, you can cut like the uh, the the in-between chapter stuff like the black oh. i wouldn't i think that it's good but like i'm no, talking I, like i love that I like there was one that was like it was a it was a newspaper article by somebody who knew um 
who knew uh Dr. Manhattan before he came Dr. Manhattan. And there was one where it was like it was excerpts from uh from the original Night Owl's uh biography, you know, things like that. Yeah. I that stuff like definitely that enhances these. Oh, I love that shit. It really yeah. enhances the experience. Yeah, it enhances but it's not strictly that. necessary for the story, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so the first batch of these Watchmen and All Star Superman um, and these others, uh, June two, uh, June twenty twenty four, they're going to be ten bucks. All right. So I get it. They're trying to give people an easy in. I mean, ten bucks is a fucking deal. Oh yeah, yeah that is for a, these. Dude. That is a I bargain mean, for a yeah. lot of these. I might check out that Catwoman one for you know ten bucks. Yeah. Since you're gonna do all of All Star Superman and for ten bucks, that's a deal. Yeah, it really is. I don't. I'm still not sure how I feel about it. It's kind of like this is outside of what the the creators originally created. Man, you know what I, I mean? There is that, that angle yeah. to it. I, I don't want to but... put words in Alan Moore's mouth because he gets pissed off about a lot of things. I know, but he, I don't see how it's that big of a deal just to shrink the size of the physical book as long as you're not cutting yeah, it. All, all you're doing is just making the book smaller, making it yeah. like. You know, it's still all the content, everything. There. It is. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah. if this is a way for people to get their hands on All Star Superman or Watchmen or Hush or yeah, yeah Watchmen or Hush, these, yeah, any of these, man, for ten bucks, that is that is definitely a deal. So, we'll, I'm sure they'll do more of these if this is successful. You know, mm-hmm. they want to get them into other stores besides comic shops and bookstores. You know, certainly. So, this is probably a good way to do that. Um, yeah, so look for those. I already own most of that shit, so I probably won't be doing it, but, uh, Taylor may have dropped out. We'll wait on him. I think I'm back now. Oh yeah, you're back now. All right, cool. Um, So yeah, we're doing this beast world thing. Okay. And the big poor fucking beast boy can't even be the center of the image on his own fucking event. I know it's so weird. He's off. He's a little tiger behind Dick over there. Um, but there's going to be this necro star that comes and gets, you know, the Titans in the world. And uh, Beast Boy turns into um, Starro, which I think is already freaking whack, dude. That's so weird. Um, so yeah. this is how everybody's going to become Beast Boy. He's going to become Starro and not be able to handle it, I guess. And then all these little stars are going to start taking over people. Doesn't Starro just mind control you? I didn't think he, like... Gave maybe maybe Beast Boy Starro though can do. I guess something different. I don't know. I don't. That's gonna. It seems okay, a so weird. My initial reaction weird. is that I don't think that was the ideal way to be the inciting incident here. I mean, I you get like the iconography. Like Starro is like, if for no other reason than because he was on the cover of Justice League number one, he's exactly a, he no, a recognizable iconic figure. Yeah. But he's not he's a particularly compelling of character. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, basically he's the Loki a... of the Justice League and. Um, yeah. It is going to be uh, Tom Taylor, so that's a good thing. It is Tom Taylor, so yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In Tom Taylor, we trust. That's true. Sure. So there's going to be a bunch of tie-ins and shit, of course. But another thing worth noting that they announced is the return of the lenticular covers. Right? They're going to do a series of lenticular covers for these. I don't know if you'll remember, uh, what was it? The Villain Month. Wasn't it Evil Winds or whatever? Oh, yeah, I think so. And they had didn't isn't that when they did the lenticular covers? I think that might be right. That was a while ago now, yeah. It's like ten years, it feels like for that shit. Fuck but, me. Well no. it's been a while. I don't right. even remember how long ago it was. Uh Sean, thanks for hanging out in the chat. Uh at least Beast Boy is getting a little love. Uh yeah, dude, for sure. 
Yeah, in Injustice 2 Mobile, they just added him. Well, that's good. Yeah, he is getting a little bit of love, uh, mostly thanks to Tom Taylor and him doing him justice in the Titans books and Titans, you know, taking over um, instead of the Justice League after that whole shit. So um, this is going on sale. When the hell is this going on sale? In December? Yeah, it looks like it's going in, in December. So uh, Batman turned into a werewolf. That's dope. I okay, guess him I turning into a bat that. would be a little on the nose. But oh, yeah, that'd be yeah. stupid. That'd be stupid. And there already is, like, a man bat. Yeah, he'd look like we have. Bat. Oh, I like uh, Lion uh, Black Adam here. Yeah, Black yeah, Adam Lion cool. Boy. Yeah, that's cool. So I'm not sure how all of this is going to work, okay? There's definitely going to be some stories here where, like they're saying, all of the – it's like Spider Island. Remember Spider Island? Everybody I do. Turned into I fucking remember Spider Island. This seems like Beast World, exactly what they're calling it, where everybody on planet Earth is going to turn into some kind of raging monster. Sounds terrible. You know, I got to work that day. <laughs> you know, I can't, I don't have time to be a monster. Okay, I got to go to work. <laughs> Does everyone just get turned into one monster or they can transform at will like Beast Boy can? See, I'm not sure. We're still not sure. We have, we don't have enough details, you know, but these are the questions that need to be asked so we can get the answers. Yes, I agree. Because it seems like a weird, weird premise. Just really weird. It just seems Honestly, really if weird. it wasn't it Tom Taylor really um, writing it, I'd be a little worried. But, I, yeah. you know, we trust him. We trust Tom Taylor. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's it's Tom Taylor writing it, but still, it seems a little offbeat to me, where it's just like all of a sudden Beast Boy just comes Starro and... It sounds like the type of gimmicky <laughs> thing, like, you know, where, like, it's not necessarily an event as much as it is, like, Hey, this is something quirky we can do for a couple of months. Exactly. Kind of like that night terror thing, honestly. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what this feels like to me, too, dude. They're just trying to do something that seems cool. Uh, Beast Boy was at the center of that last event when Deathstroke, you know, shot his eye out. So, yep. yeah. He's hot right now, and they're going to make him hotter with this. Uh, all right. Lastly, in the news before Loki, uh, Ultimate X-Men. We got a, a look at that in the pages of... Uh, Ultimate or yeah, ultimate the ultimate universe number one, which we'll talk about later, I'm sure, at least to some extent. But uh, yeah, I'm I don't know about this, man. I'm not I'm not sure. I mean, about it's two this. pages. There's not much to talk I know. About here. I know. There's yeah, not this much. This is not much about. to go on. Yeah, but I mean, it's a teenage girl who just wants to hang out with her friends, ignore the political strife boiling over after the events of Ultimate Invasion. Um. Meet Armor, Maystorm, May and a group of new Ultimate X-Men. I mean, are they not going to be in the, like, I don't know. This seems like a really, really huge departure from everything we've known I about mean, X-Men. And maybe that's But it point. is Ultimate X-Men. It's Peach Pomoko writing it. So yeah. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if this was, like, in, like, the... I think it's, like, Silver Samurai is, like, the warlord of the Ultimate uh, universe Japan, right? So, like, maybe he's yes. starting up like a mutant army or something, and that's what this is going to be. Yeah, and that's yeah, not that to say you're sense. right. We have already seen several mutants, you know, through the miniseries and even in the last um, or this week's issue, you know, the Ultimate Universe. But I don't know, man. Uh, well, I'm still all over it. You know, I'm still going to be reading the hell out of this, but it just seems I don't know a little weird. If this is anything like her uh, little one shot that she did for um, the Scarlet Witch. Yes, I'm, that was fantastic. That that was fantastic. She wrote and did all the art for this, and she's going to do this. I think I'm going to I'm, I'm going to hold pause on it right now. I mean, yeah, it seems a little offbeat. 
But this is the ultimate universe. So you can basically do whatever you I mean, want. It's going to yeah. look breathtaking. No oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you got Peach. Yeah, she's going to be doing great artwork on it. But her sometimes when she tells the story, it's a little hit or miss. But, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm hold, well, hold. all of her demon days things are a little tropey. But yeah, um, I mean, they're yeah. derivative by design. They're fine. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, like, even the let's storytelling do, is let's do yokai with a, like a Marvel twist, you know? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and but you're right. It is very, you know, like tropey and pulls from other things. But I mean, if she can write tropey and derivative, then Ultimate X-Men, Ultimate Anything is probably right up her alley because it has to be derivative by design, just like her other shit. You yes, know? exactly. So, I don't yep. know, man. Uh, I'm still but, on for this, but I, you yeah. know, there's always that one book in a new line where it, it sort of fails they're, to hit in a way. And... They're not all going to be top tier. We just yeah. you know, be yeah. ready for that one. I, I'm just going to wait yeah. until I read it until Sean I left a comment by the way, about you having noise. Oh, did he? Yes. Oh, you're right. Here it is. Yeah. Uh, Sean, thanks for another comment. Uh, he's talking about the beast world. Um, if everyone is only one beast. It might make sense if it's being done through the Starro minis. Uh, they could argue each star is part of Beast Boy's psyche, but yeah, the premise seems like a stretch. He agrees with us. I mean, honestly, I there yeah. is just like a little bit of fun just to be had. Like, oh, what kind of animal is Superman? You know that sort of thing. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. <laughs> but that's kind of like and, and, he's and artist the super get, dog. Yeah, right. Hmm. And artists getting to do, to do like cool designs. You know, yeah. that's rat. Like that mm -hmm. uh, Black Adam we saw as a lion. That shit's rat. Uh, all right, getting into Loki, season two, episode five, science slash fiction. So in the last episode, um, Timely got spaghettified, and in this uh, in this episode, it opens right on that. He's uh, Loki survives the explosion, but everybody else um, vanished, uh, including the TVA headquarters. I think I've got that here. Just everything just starts. Yeah, um, everything got spaghettified. Actually, that's the end of the episode. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh. you can, that's like Obi's uh, hangar that Obi's he house. had. Been, yeah, yeah. Um, so he is able. He starts time slipping again, and he goes to all of the people, all his friends that he's met at the TVA. But they're sort of reset to their original lives. Um, like Mobius is Don, you know, at the uh, at the jet yeah, ski and he's place. a he's a jet ski salesman. Fucking beautiful, because he's been a fan of jet skis since the beginning. Um, Hunter B-15 is Dr. Uh, Verity Willis. That was actually pretty nice. You know, she was like a healer. And that's how she saw herself, you know, in her role as the Hunter. Oh, I didn't know her name was Verity. That was the name of someone who was a Loki shrimp from the comics. I wonder if that's... Uh... Oh, possibly. I don't remember if her last name was Willis or yeah. not, but I remember her name was Verity. Yeah, yeah that's a reference to Loki, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so Casey was... Uh, is Frank Morris, who is like an actual real famous person who escaped from alcatraz i didn't you know? know that yeah a real and that leads it back to um episode one season one where loki is db cooper that is fun it is really fun dude i i enjoy that as well and then ob as um dr ad doug um so he's wanting the time slip to before the explosion loki gets doug's help um, with loki unable to control his time slipping doug proposes loki gather everyone and you know talk to him and, and see if he can figure this out. And he does get everyone together except for Sylvie who has retained her memories and she's just kicking it like anybody would at a record store, you know, uh, just really cool scene there with her. I, yeah. I don't know. That really spoke to me. I really enjoyed that a lot. Um, 
Uh, and then Doug builds a ten pad using the TVA guidebook that Loki kept. Loki succeeds in gathering everyone in Doug's workshop. Um, refusing to help, Sylvie gets Loki to admit his true motivation. He wants his friends back and fears being alone, which yeah, but I don't know. It was kind of weird, but it worked. It, it worked. It was. It was a good character moment for Loki. I think it works on that level. But also at the same yeah. time, Sylvie, shut the fuck up. Everything is about to be erased if we don't do this. I mean, she doesn't care though. She's kind of almost fed up and done with it. And that's what that scene. But I just in the think like Loki could have like. Me. I guess that's true from like Loki's like you know it's like hey if I can't convince her to come with me it doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah. I feel like the lead is like you're bearing the lead when you don't say like hey. You might be enjoying your time at McDonald's, but it's all going to be fucking spaghettified, you know? Yeah. And then it, Loki it, realizes that he can control his time slipping as long as he focuses on a person. And then it works. So now he has the ability to basically quantum leap this shit, you know? There's got to be a better reference than that. Leaping you know? for one life Honestly, it reminds me a lot of instant transmission from Dragon Ball because uh, you right. have to focus in on a person to use that, too. Yeah. But, I mean, he's going to be time traveling. All right. I mean, okay. Everything makes sense. Okay? I get it. But there are these little nitpick fucking things, okay? If the TVA, all the this, all this shit, all the threads of time fucking exploded, then, ha- then that would be all of time would be exploded. Meaning exactly. Loki is outside of time. Meaning you can't travel backwards in time. I don't know. It, it, things get a little iffy, you know, when you deal. Man, with it's much fucking time, time travel. travel. You're Just right. Fucking yes. accept it. Exactly, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's like a nitpick, you know, that it's, it's almost multiverse breaking its own time rules, travel bullshit. Get over it. <laughs> that goes back. To How much the, of this would physically yeah. hold up? I don't fucking know, but it doesn't exactly. Matter. But that goes back to the title, science slash fiction. Yeah, and I, mean? I did like Ob yeah. is the guide here to like kind of like help mm-hmm. look key figure out what to do i love that i mean kiha quinn has continued to be just like you know a fucking breath of fresh air this season He's awesome yeah and i also love yep. how like yeah the solution wasn't really a sciencey thing it was really more of a emo- he had to go with fiction and not science you know yes it was really yeah. more of an emotional and like loki had to do some like soul searching you know in order to figure out what to do yeah. Yep. So then Loki time slips right before, you know, everything is spaghettified again. And that leads us to the final episode, um, which will be later, like on Thursday. Thursday. I feel like this season of Loki is kind of going to be best to take in like pairs. Like watch the first two episodes, then watch the second yeah. two episodes. And then you can tell here that it's going to be good if you watch these last two episodes. So. Yeah, back to back. In tandem, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, everything is, is lining up good. I do hear a lot of complaints from people. I don't get any of those complaints. The only complaint I have is that the science itself that has established in the show is sort of contradicting itself here in their final, you know, moments of everything. But they are sort of acknowledging okay. that. I mean, but they are all okay. constantly saying they're like, "Oh, well, that shouldn't work." To exactly. like everything Loki's doing, so <laughs> it's consistent it's... in its inconsistency. Yes, and that works. I mean, that yeah. works on a on a on a different level, a higher level. And yeah, I'll wait yeah, for sort of judgment until we've seen this last episode. I'll probably go ahead and say that I think that uh, I lo- season one was probably the better of the two, but I am enjoying the hell out of this season as well. well yeah, I think season um, season one was way better as well. Um, just a lot funner moments, a lot cooler, you know, getting to know everybody. In this, it's like the whole season, they just had one mission, and now they're just finally going to do that thing. Yeah. Um, 
Miss Minutes getting like reset. She if she if Loki does go back in time, she is going to be a factor for sure. Um, Renslayer has information that you know sort of changes her motivations. Um, yeah, there's still a whole whole lot of threads here that they need to sort of you know have pan out. But yeah, it was good. Uh, Sean, I haven't watched season two yet, but definitely join season one. Yeah, uh, it's probably a good idea to wait and watch all the season one in in a. Oh yeah, this one stretch, jumps in you know? like immediately after uh, season, season one. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to binge season two when it's done. So, but season yeah. one of Loki was—it's probably my second favorite overall of all the MCU shows so far, just being edged out by WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision but, was something special, dude. It yeah. really was. But it, yeah, it Loki, my nostalgia button. Like Loki season one, way. I'll go ahead and say at this point, is probably one of my favorite MCU anythings. You know? Oh, dude! It yeah, it really is. Yeah, it was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah, it really was cool. All stemming out of that one shitty moment in Endgame. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's freaking awesome. Sean going to uh, stream it, too. Going to binge it, too. So, uh, All right, let's do food real quick. Mmm, yummy. All right, the good one, bad one uh, is back for sure. Um, kind Ooh. of a good one. Hardy's introduces new candied bacon. Um, you can get it on a biscuit or in a sandwich, but like a cheeseburger, but... You can also just order a fucking side of bacon, like French fries. Let's do it. Let's yeah, go. A little bacon sleeve, yeah. That Let's is go. so weird to me. Welcome to America. Um, hey, that that's that's the most American thing ever. Just give me a. I shit mean, ton of honestly, bacon. yeah. Like, cut out the middle, man. Just give us the bacon. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it put nice. it on anything. It sounds like it'd be yeah. good on a burger, good on a biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sean chiming in in the chat said he likes Secret Invasion. I didn't mind Secret Invasion at all. I like Secret Invasion too. It was, a little, too. It was, good, it was yeah. a little bit slow, but it is better if you binge it. It's a lot. It's like a whole. It's like a cool movie, a long movie. If you've been, I haven't seen any of the Disney Plus shows that I didn't like. Yeah, um, me too. But my top tier would be WandaVision, Loki, and Moon Knight, probably. Yeah, Moon Knight was something. Oh, special Moon Knight's well. great. Yeah. Uh, all right. Second piece of food news: DiGiorno has introduced a Thanksgiving pizza. Oh right, God! So nope. Is that turkey on there? If you if yeah, if your holiday Ugh. depression, you know, wasn't bad enough. Now you can just cry while eating pizza over the sink on Thanksgiving. Um, classic oh, turkey. Oh, God. Yeah, this would be like the saddest one-person Thanksgiving meal oh, that dude, like, it ever existed. so sad. I burned a turkey. I don't oh, have my, cranberries. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? I oh, pizza. could you imagine like you make this and you burn this and you're eating yeah, burnt Giorgiorno Thanksgiving? Just <laughs> ended. Just ended at that point. Um, but it's got turkey, uh, gravy sauce, uh, sweet potatoes, Green beans and cranberries, mozzarella and cheddar cheese with a no. crispy onion topping. Crispy onions like you would put in your green bean fucking casserole. No. Is this still like um, marinara sauce? No. It's a gravy sauce. It's a gravy okay. sauce, bro. Yeah, Sean, it's odd. Yeah, yeah it's odd. thank you. I try to find okay. the odd ones. Um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to eat this. Nope. Yeah, I would not want to eat this. Um, I mean, it's not I the wish most Dave was here because these are ever... available now. Oh, yeah, we should get Dave on this. Make Dave should it. really go and find the DiGiorno Thanksgiving pizza. And this isn't the worst thing that you've ever shown us on no, here. It's, but bad. it's not even close. In, it's in a contention for the saddest, though. Oh, yeah, it this is, is definitely one of the saddest. Yeah, this is sad. This is just sad. But, yeah, go get those now, Lonely it, it, it looks like a, it, it literally looks like a single-serving pizza that you cook yourself on Thanksgiving because you have nobody. Yeah. And and that and also like a prank. Yeah. Well, like I mean, remember when Harry stayed at Hogwarts because he didn't have nowhere to go. I could see him eating this, hmm. you know. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's on my list to try, Sean. Just, I want to try it. Most but. of the stuff just I wouldn't want on a pizza, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, why, why would you want green beans on a pizza? I bet they're not even good. There's literally none of this bean, except for the cheese. There's none of this that goes on a pizza, you know. Yeah. Not turkey. Not like um, green beans. Not sweet potatoes. Yeah. Not gravy. None of it. Yeah, I can see gravy. the I can see the crispy onions maybe, but other than that, no. The onions are a bit of a stretch, but that's the only one that comes close. Yeah. Yeah, and then sweet gravy sauce or you know whatever gravy it is. sauce. Like no, it is no, creamy just no. gravy sauce. No, yeah. just no. Awesome. All right. Yeah, this is go. so sad and depressing. <laughs> it is. It is. Let's move on, sad and depressing, to this week's comics. Which were also kind of sad and depressing. There just yeah, weren't a lot of them. Yeah, I was hoping uh i'll go with an honorable mention for the space between solid start this is like that was my number three okay we'll get to it then uh gotham war anybody got gotham war on their Um, top that's on my honorable mention my process of elimination it kind of just ended up in my top three it would not have been in my top three we'll wait then uh the supergirl special was okay x-men was good uh, my number uh, three this week is Blood Commandment by Simon Kudransky. He did the writing and the art. Um, basically, it's just a monster story, um, but it's a father and son living out in the woods. And a lot of great dialogue, a lot of, you know, dad to son conversations. But the dad appears to be like a werewolf or something. Mm. So he, they live out in the He's woods some to sort protect of everybody else. That does look so cool. Oh, dude, Simon Kudransky is – that's the reason this made it amazing art. Puts all the effort into the fucking art. Holy shit. But the story was a bit of a slow go. Some first issue syndrome. But uh, yeah, still really solid. So there you go. Blood Commandment. Number one. Taylor. Okay. Um, so most weeks, maybe my number one would have made my top three. But most of these probably wouldn't have. They would have yeah. been honorable mentions at best. So just, you know, big old asterisks here. Yeah. Um, honorable mention for Avengers number seven. Um, it had some really cool artwork. I liked a lot I of the double page Nightmare. spreads. Like, I yeah, and that is really it. the thing that holds this back, just because like you knew thumbing through this, that's not they didn't really blow up the earth. You know that none of this is real, exactly. and then like it literally was all a dream. You know, it's, it's kind of lame, dude. I'm sorry. I know Nightmare a, is like a classic Avengers character. That being said, but, it was yeah. a lot of really cool imagery. Well. Big kaiju walk in, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Nightmare like is somebody you got to handle well because like if you know all along that it's Nightmare fucking with you, that's fine. But like here, he's being used as a bait and switch, which a savvy reader would know that. Of course, this isn't all really happening. Maybe it's like an alternate future or some shit. But um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, all the kaiju stuff and like all the narration was pretty was rad. Just, but yeah, it was just a me. It's this was just a thumb through for the art type of a uh, week cool, and. Cool. Uh, out of desperation, my number three is uh, Batman, Catwoman, the Gotham War, Scorched Earth. Yeah, everything came to fruition as I had predicted it. It was yeah. all, like you said, it was shenanigans from the Vandal Savage. Yeah, Caveman wanted- Hitler yeah. came through and just Caveman kind of, Hitler. you know, yeah, completely upended this event, which I thought had a cool premise, and I wish they had played it through to the end. They blew it. They just yeah. blew it. Um, and they pivoted into something that had nothing to do with the like philosophical debate that was going on. Yeah, and Vandal Savage like having all this metal, all this metal being in Gotham, and it being Batman's fault that all the metal was in Gotham. I mean, I don't know if you can blame stupid. him for like, yeah, just oh, yeah. dude, 
yeah. Uh, Sean in the chat is scrolling through Dead Lucky numbers one through six. Yeah, that's in that massive verse. Yeah, fun stuff going on over there, dude. Fun stuff. Something I do think is cool was seeing all the different villains with like stolen equipment. Like it was kind of yeah, cool seeing cool. like Firefly with a freeze with a Mister Freeze gun. Yeah. Um, so you know there there was some decently cool stuff in here. It's just that. But I mean, let's talk about the big takeaways. Jason is apparently dead again. He sacrificed apparently. himself. Um, after having this weird fear toxin poisoning thing. Um, and that was a moment. Uh, we thought Catwoman was dead for like two pages. Um, that was stupid as hell. Her coming, you know, oh, here she's back before even the epilogue. Yeah. That was stupid. I mean, there's no point in doing it if you're just going to no immediately uh, renege on it. Yeah. But um, And then this dude, which, oh, backfire. Um, he didn't join the savages to be, you know, immortal. He was just continuing to do what Catwoman taught him. This just rando you know henchman turned cat burglar goes and breaks into bruce wayne's townhouse or brownstone whatever the hell you want to call it and discovers that he is batman so that is fun that's yeah. cool for that could be some interesting future. fallout i mean there could be some yeah. interesting stories that they could spin out of this but yeah i mean yeah i mean with, it started stronger than it finished this event. yeah for sure but you With have Alfred, that giant okay. Vandal Savage thing that's like stuffed oh, right in the middle so of it. Stupid. Right there. It's so stupid. It's right um, there. But with uh, Alfred being dead, and now the mansion sold, and now Batman, presumably his secret identity is going to come out. They're gonna have to do a cri another crisis event within the next few years to un. There's no way they are they're going to be able to undo this without a huge crisis. Yeah, I guess know, we'll sort see. Of event. Just weird to me. Yeah, I did not have a good time with this Batman event. It, it should have been better, better than it was. It should have been better. Uh, Andy, honorable mention. Uh, my honorable mention was Blood Commandment. Uh, everything you said was absolutely true. I really enjoyed this book, but it, it just skipped out because I had a couple of their better picks. But yeah, his you know father son moment and the dad is some sort of werewolf vampire thing. Something. Yeah, he's some kind of monster. Yeah, it was very cool. I had a good time with it. Uh, oh, so he's a Metallica album? Yeah, right. No, wait, that's some sort of monster, isn't it? Oh, it's some yeah. sort of monster, yeah. 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 Uh, my number three is actually the space between number one. Nice. Uh, I did enjoy the interactions between the characters. Uh, mm -hmm. It's like, I'm from the upper deck. You're, you know, the upper, upper deck. You're from the lower, lower deck. And it's like, I, I do want to see. I, yeah, this it's all about a cast system. Yeah, it is. And overcoming those, overcoming those, um, inequalities yep through the sci-fi premise of a and here's the picture of it a huge earth ship an arc basically taking humanity generations you know to from earth which died all the way to another you know home so and that's where i think this story is gonna lead into i'm i mean it kind of sets up where it's gonna be i know each story is gonna be self-contained because it says so in the promotion and it also says yeah. in the book it's going to be self-contained well my but idea there is there's like a child born in this issue by the end of this issue and this issue takes like years you know from the first page to the last page yeah. but i think the second issue is going to be that child and whatever relationship you know what i mean yeah so there's going to be sense. it's going to be for the next issue which is going to be the next generation of people who's yeah. going to either suffer the consequences of the actions of this these two people getting together are be better because of it so it's you're yeah. going to see that type of fallout in the next issue this is a good setup for the next issue you're absolutely Agreed. right this has first some first issue problems to it but i got around it because it did really good storytelling 
It did, and it did it all through the dialogue between the the characters. You know, there wasn't a whole lot yeah. of exposition. There was just like normal, natural, flowing dialogue between the characters. Yeah, it didn't seem, and it, it didn't informed seem, the reader very well. Yeah, yeah, it didn't seem like they were like talking down to the reader at all. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. so this this you know, which is hard because this it's high concept shit they're working mm-hmm. on here. Yeah, so yeah, it is. Good call. Very... I had a good time with it. Yeah, that's my number three. <laughs> awesome. Uh, my number two, red light number one on AWA, Sarah Cho, Priscilla Petrades. That's my number uh, two also. Oh, nice. Yeah, this was yeah. Uh, pretty good. It had, it, this also had some first issue, issue syndrome. They had to explain a whole lot. Um, but it's a fun take on this old, you know, artificial intelligence rights or whatever, you know, uh, yep. the Matrix. Uh, I mean, you name it. AI even, you know, Spielberg's AI. Um, the most... Hey, famous one, slipping my mind, Taylor. Uh, Ex Machina, uh, Blade Runner, Blade Runner. That's oh, okay. That yeah, that that popped in there. But uh, basically, this is an android who um, is a sex worker, and she's been given the most sophisticated empathy logarithm ever devised, and things go from there. I don't have any interiors from this because they're all just dirty as hell. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, even this it cover is, is showing. I mean, even the last. cover is yeah, pushing. Yeah. It. <laughs> But it's it's a really good idea to, to sort of take that idea that has been done over and over and over again and set it up with, you know, this mature content. Um, I think it works. It, it did it as tastefully as it could yeah, while it still showing some really terrible shit. When, you know? you're, when you're talking about a artificial intelligent prostitute, yeah, this did a very good job of very towing the line of not being too out there it could have been a worse yeah. it could have been a lot worse but they oh, did it could really have been good a job. lot lot worse oh it could have been um, a lot worse but they did a really good job where it's like artificial intelligence needs to have its own rights it has you know this is you know yeah talking about sex work actually being real work and it did all these other things it did have a yeah. lot of expedition a lot of wordy stuff in it but you know it, it, it really wordy. worked on a very fundamental level of talking about serious problems that we're talking about today Yes, but it, then it, in this nice, yeah. this nice entertaining way with really yeah, great agreed. artwork. Yeah, yeah. And... Priscilla Petrades—that's the reason to read this. Her art is wonderful in this. It's beautiful. Uh, again, Sarah Cho, like you said, the writer did do a lot of exposition, a lot of first issue, issue syndrome, but it really made the, the lead um, endearing to the to the reader. You know. Yeah. And by the end of it, she finds this kid who's basically in the same situation that she's in. And her mission now is to save this this human. So, um, yeah, that'll be interesting, you know. And it's all about empathy, you know. That's like the main thing they're 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 driving at here. So, uh, it's only yeah. a four issue. I think it's a four issue miniseries. So, yeah, that's it'll like be it. cool to to see what happens there. Uh, all right, Taylor, number two. Uh, number two is a book I enjoyed significantly more. It's um, uh, X Men number twenty eight. Um, yeah, this was fun as shit Good call. yeah it was cool like seeing like firestar actually do, like the whole like double agent thing you know like she uses um her her position to actually free juggernaut and to like kind of yeah. set things up where they can maybe free cyclops and like it's really cool seeing her trying to like toe the line you know or like she is trying to do all these things while also not giving herself away and it does look like um the x-men at large probably because you know i assume kane told them know that she is in fact on their side 
Which fuck you, Kitty Pride. You made her. You just left her like high and dry. You yeah. did this the whole damn time. But I mean, uh, that's a reason that that the all right. The end of the X Men of this Kirkcoan age is a fucking mess. All right, all these four issue miniseries are a mess. Um, this whole idea where Kitty knew about Firestar that didn't that had no impact. You know what I mean? She's like, Shh, don't tell anyone. It doesn't matter. A week later, everybody fucking knows. I don't know. Yeah. It, it seems a little bit rushed. Um, Again, I think you're just you should not be trying to read all of this. No, I, I should, think I'm this not. reads a I'm lot not, yeah, better if you're just sticking with a few of these. Yeah, absolutely right. Anymore. This should not be like read every single thing you can get your hands on. This read certain issues. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but hey, it's you know hard, I always love it when Doctor Doom shows that's up. Yeah, there is say, yeah. big man on campus. <laughs> as soon as I saw the last page, I was like, oh well, Taylor's picking this because it's Doom and mutants. Um, Doom's he's the been great greatest hero. Age. He's shown up a couple of times, but yeah. every time he showed up, it's been fucking great, dude. Yeah, it's that first awesome. issue of um, Sword back in the day was uh, a Doom quote, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. we finally got to see what he was talking about later. Yeah, and he was in that Fantastic Four crossover, which I'm pretty yeah. sure was written by Chip Zdarsky. It's been that long ago. Oh, gracious. Um, but, yeah. So, anytime Doom shows up, dude, it's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. Uh, all right, Andy. Number two, and then we'll probably all have the same number. Well, one this my, I already did my number two. Was the oh, that's right, red light. It yeah. was red light, red light. So yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure we all have the same number one. Yeah, my uh, number one pick this week was Ultimate Universe number one. Same here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Basically, process of elimination. Hickman, Caselli. Uh, it was a fantastic... well, this would have been in my top three, I think, most oh, weeks. But it was yeah, I think so. it was leaning against an open door this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's basically but everything first... else out there. Yeah, it was kind of like. This is my number one. Then I have to pick the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. So as um, much as I love Dr. Jim, I also love me a badass Thor moment. And then like busting Thor out of prison. And especially where the whole part where it's like, well, come and get your hammer. Thor's like, did you, did Asgard so soon forget? And you know, he just yeah. pulls the fucking hammer to him because he's Hickman, Thor. Of course he did. Yeah. Hickman, when he does get to write Thor, he just does it so well, dude. You yeah. Know? But I wouldn't like, want to see him like on a full blown Thor series. I don't want his cool. Thor like all the time. Yeah, I just don't like. I just don't like. He was really he did a good job with Thor and like it, the Avengers run that he had. Like, remember that part where like him and Hyperion are fighting Beyonders just for the fucking hell of it when their yeah. universe is blowing up and it's like, um, you know, will you wait for me in Valhalla, brother? Today I shall race you there. Yeah, yeah. bad. Exactly. I don't want that yeah. all the time, though. But yes, great moments like that. Great moments like this, with you know, us seeing uh, Steve trapped in the ice, and they're really not sure, you know, how to get him out. And then this, I, I don't even know what to call them, like the Makers Illuminati, who are in control of the whole world. I used use the term their... Warlord earlier to describe yeah. one of them. That seems right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. These, this fucking cabal, whatever you want to call them, right. And they used a Stark technology to literally basically blow up a whole, what, three city blocks is what they said or something in New York. Yeah, they just, like, annihilated, like... Yeah. Um, yeah and I'm enjoying it... that. I'm really not fucking sure what Hickman is trying to do here, but what he does do is get from point A to point B and tell us what's going to go on in the Spider-Man book because Emily and Norman Osborn are fucking dead in this um accident um and we also know that oh my my banner's in the way that yeah, may parker, parker died in this accident um but also in this issue but it was possibly in the last issue of the miniseries like they have that spider 
You know, they have the radioactive. Yeah. Um, that was another uh, good point. Like they, it, it's seeding what's to come because they got away with one of these quote unquote catalyst pods. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we can assume that there's something for the black Panther. There's something for Spider-Man. There's something potentially for the X-Men because those are the books we got coming, you know? Right. Yeah. There's going to be a little bit of something in here for everybody. Where it's just Maybe like, there's a heart shaped herb in there, you know? Maybe yeah. yeah. And yeah. we can be damn sure that's a radioactive spider. Yeah, well, they showed the spider, but yeah. I, I just, this was a fantastic book. It was, I love Caselli's artwork. I love the way he does faces. I'm not sure why. I just, I love it, but it was kind of a, of a bur slow burn. You know, it it's was. like, I wanted, I wanted and a little bit more. As much as I love Hickman's writing, it does get a little old where the, all the characters are like starting to say something, say an aside in the middle of the sentence finish the sentence you know yeah dude. like all of them have those same like uh even thor you know has that same yeah. like, dialogue the same beats yeah dude that being um, said it's fun it's well written it's oh it is yeah. and, and we saw uh, you know, already talked about how like when it's time for them to say a badass line we get a fucking badass line you know mm -hmm. it's true it is i mean it really is um but uh it just makes me wonder you know, with everything that went down the way it did with Donnie Cates taking over this line and then getting, you know, seriously injured in a car accident and then Hickman, you know, jumping in, it, it, it makes you wonder, you know what I mean? How much is, is who, how much is, you know, I don't know, man. If I were to take everything that Hickman has ever done at Marvel, Fantastic Four, FF, um, Avengers and that whole run this is not popping off the way that shit did at the beginning of his run. Okay. Um, he's five issues into this, but you know, technically speaking, because he did the whole four issues of whatever. And those were double sized issues, four issues into his fantastic four run. We had the council of fucking reads. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Into his Avengers run. We already had the Illuminati knowing what the fuck was going on with shit that we didn't even understand yet with the incursions. You know, it, mm -hmm. it all seemed to be, heading in a direction this is not as exciting to me as those were well and i'm not sure why i'm not sure i can put my finger bar. on it why it is it is but i'm not sure but, I yeah, you're, my, you're talking about fair. the that best that, that hickman can do versus this this thing starting yeah those things definitely hit the ground running a lot faster uh but that being said um, x-men too you know x-men as well yeah those books really did have this great payoff you know like as much as they really did kind of hit the ground like oh shit but then also there was like oh man remember the thing from 50 fucking issues ago and now all of a sudden yeah. you know oh shit you know yeah so to me this seems like and it wasn't as much with the x-men stuff um it definitely wasn't in play when he was writing fantastic four or writing avengers he knew how long he was going to be on those books and he knew that he could plot a course as far as he wanted to go yeah. i'm not sure that he has been given the go-ahead to plot the full course. He's just here to set the table. And then maybe a year, three, four years from now, other writers are going to take over the Spider-Man book, are going to well, take over, um, you know what I mean? Well, like a yeah, normal well, comic book. A bunch of these books are not being written by Hickman. Like uh, X-Men we were talking about earlier, that's going to be a piece yeah. of MoPro. I forget yeah. who the Black Panther book is, but that's not him. Um, I know Spider-Man is not done by him, is it? Spider-Man is. Oh no, I it's think. Brian Edward Hill. Brian Edward Hill is writing the the Panther book, I think. Yeah, but I'm reasonably certain the next time we see Hickman is an Ultimate Spider-Man here. It is. Oh, it is. So. And I'm sure he I mean, has his finger on that, you know, and yeah. it's going to be fantastic. Um and it maybe it'll hit a little bit better, but so far him establishing the new Ultimate Universe, 
it's just kind of been anticlimactic in a lot of ways, dude. You know, some shit happened in this. I mean, literally, they blew a hole in the middle of Manhattan and then changed the entire political landscape of the fucking planet. And it just didn't resonate with me at all. It just didn't. This shit, you know, Norman Osborn and Mae Parker dying resonated with me more than this huge catastrophe. Um, I don't know. I'm just and it's Hickman. You know, I don't know where he's going. That's okay. But usually I don't know where Hickman is going and I'm still having more fun than I am with this right now. So. I, I believe that the catalyst was the whole entire point of this book. Yeah, I mean, I think so besides too. the badass dialogue that and Thor. Thor had yeah. and everybody else had, but the catalyst was this like, I need to world build. This is a new world everybody's coming into. I need something to make yeah. sure that everybody understands what are all these comic books are coming from. And it's just instantaneous went, Here's as much as I can throw in a book without making it too overabundant. Yeah. But, I mean, if we're taking this at face value, what we're seeing on the pages here, Captain America, Thor, Iron Lad, or whatever the hell, and Doctor Doom, who's Reed Richards, I think, somehow. Yep. It's Reed, yeah. It's are Reed. dead. If we're taking this at their all, there is no fucking Ultimates. Oh, of course they're not dead. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying that's, why would he want to play that off like that, though? There is no Ultimates book. I was expecting there in that first, you know, first series of new Ultimate Universe books. Why wouldn't you have the Ultimates in there? And now maybe Hickman is telling you, I don't want to do the fucking Ultimates. They are all dead. I murdered them. In the first no, I I don't no. know why you think for even a second. I do. Then I mean, well, I, okay. I'm not thinking that that uh, there's always it's there's a possibility that that is true that he murdered them all. But there's also you know very easily he can resurrect them or say they had a secret bunker or anything. They hammered out of there. You know, Thor hammered them out of there, even though he was kind of had a sword through his fucking chest. But I'm just wondering why is Hickman leaning in this direction? You know what I mean? It's just. I don't know, man. It seems to me like everything else that he's ever done, then I'm like, okay, I love what you did there. I have no idea where it's well, going, but it was really good. In this, I'm like, what? You just murdered the Ultimates, even though they might not be dead. Like maybe you said. No, they're uh, fine. To tie anything to the original 616 universe. Exactly. And, and and maybe he is trying to make this like an all new, all different, you know, So, I mean, this got rid of the Ultimates yeah. because the Ultimates are part of the, like, the Okay, the, the same evasion, way in that Avengers book, you don't think for a second that the world was actually blown up. Exactly. I don't think for a second that they actually killed these guys here. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. does make you wonder, though, where the hell is the guy going? So I guess there is no more Ultimate Universe. The books that we're getting are the three that were announced: Black Panther, Ultimate X Men, and Peter Parker Spider Man. So, um, which I'm, I'm excited for Ultimate Spider Man. I am so stoked for that Spider-Man book. Black Panther, you know, not so much. And X-Men, I'm sort of like, I don't know, I'm intrigued, you know. I want to, I almost am on the fence, but it's like I don't want to be on the fence. I either want to love it or hate it for whatever reason, but I don't know. I'm indifferent to the Black Panther book, but I'm sure it's going to be great because Brian Edward Hill is awesome. So Awesome, man. We can wrap early. Usually, the last few weeks we've been going late. So uh, Everybody had the same number one. Because it was such a light week. And yet yep. you bitched about it so much. I did. I did. I didn't bitch. I just wanted to throw in, you know, a bitch, contrary, bitch, You just wanted to nitpick thing. something that I you just really did. Loved. I did want to nitpick. I think they're legit nitpicks, but again, I had a great time reading it. So well, I understand I understand your nitpicks, but yeah, it, it seems like it, it's more of the fact that Hickman won it had to 
establish this universe while cutting it away from the ultimate evasion at the same time. He just basically right. went, okay, we're done with the ultimate evasion. I'm done with Kakroa basically here in the next couple months because of the yeah. last of my stuff is coming out. So I need to cut ties off everything. And here's all the new stuff all at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. I'm anxious to read more. And what, what about Miles? Miles Morales, here's my card he gave to the maker. Remember that? Or the maker gave him that card. Like, shit like that is going to come into play, you know, eventually. Because Hickman, that's just how he works. But um, When this is all said and done, we're going to be like, oh, my God, Hickman is such a genius. Of course. We always do. Every time. Every time we get to the end, we're just like, Ma, that motherfucker. How yeah, about that Moira issue of uh, Powers of Ten or whatever the hell it was? He's, gonna, he's definitely probably pulling the wool over our eyes right now. We're you just going to be like, oh, there's so many problems with this. And by the time that he's done with this run... Like when he first started the Kirkoan era, we're just like, what are yeah. you doing? And the next thing you know, it's like, this is the greatest thing ever. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm hopeful at least that he does that. So, uh, all right, that's it for us guys. Thanks for hanging out. We appreciate it. Um, if you like what we're doing, check it out What the bullies are doing. Leroy and Eli do a uh, pop culture show on these channels and others. Um, find the links to everything they got going on and everything we got going on over at outrightgeekery.com. All the audios, videos, socials, you know, all that good shit you can find over there. We really appreciate you hanging out over there and helping us out. Merch. You can buy merch. You can give us Patreon. Whatever. You know, it's cool. Um, you also get links to the group over there that Andy's in charge of running the Facebook group. Go to OutRightGeek.com. Click on the group link. Uh, join that group. It's great. It's growing like a motherfucker. Um, a lot of porn bots that Andy's got to fucking put the paddle to. But I'm sure they like it. When he puts the I bet they do. Damn it, Gomer. Jerks. Um, but come back tomorrow. We're going to talk about all the books coming out uh, next week. Transformers number two. I've already read it. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, come back. We'll talk about all the new books coming out. That should be a great. It's going to be an okay week of comics. It's going to be an okay week next week. Yeah, we're getting into the winter months. So we're going to get a little bit yeah, slower. Yeah, we're getting into some. Into oh, some yeah. Books, that so. sweet, sweet okay threshold. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, we should it's be pretty just, good. Just barely passing. <laughs> we used to shoot for pretty good uh anyway yeah thanks for hanging out everybody most of all thanks to these guys for hanging out hey, with hey. this guy no problem we are gonna do it don't sound so thrilled about it taylor we <laughs> are gonna do it again next time same geek time same geek channel yeah, what do you welcome. want me to sing a fucking song for you go to hell <laughs> <laughs>